Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, everyone. Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Peter community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening okay. to St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yep. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? To light your dickhead. It's the Luke Pete Show. It's a Monday, and it is the 27th of February, which is a date that really sticks in my head, but not very well, because I don't know what uh, what it pertains to. It's not your birthday, is it? No. Nah, your birthday's in April, isn't it? It's my, it's my dad's birthday on the 3rd. 70. Wow. 70. Great. Well, refuses to celebrate it. So, so you're not going to do anything to mark it? Nope. Send him a fancy wrap? <clears throat> I was going to turn up. I'm just, I'm just going to drive up, because he's... I said, look, why don't we um, book a little Airbnb in York? Oh, nice. Think, just jump in a taxi. Yeah. Get down. We'll just stay in the Airbnb for the weekend and we'll celebrate my dad's 70th. But uh, he's, um, he gave that idea short shrift. So now I've got to drive fucking five hours instead of meeting us halfway. Is York halfway? No. Even yeah. then, I was driving yeah. for four hours. What was the reason for him not wanting to celebrate? Because he's a bell in. <laughs> is your mum, is your mum, is it, do we, we detect your mum's doing in all this? She doesn't want to do anything hard. No. It's a bit, a bit. I think he used to make her do stuff, but. She doesn't, so, yeah, it's just a bit of a, they just don't do anything. Is anybody else out there? I'm sure other people out there have the same sort of situation, I think. The more I go go on, the more I feel, like, really fortunate to have my parents, because they're quite Mm. sensible, quite liberal, they like doing stuff, they go Mm. on holiday, like, um, I'll go, I'm going down to go for lunch with them later this week, um, and they're up for it, they'll book it, they're like, yeah, we'll go here, it'll be great, Yeah, and they... Do, Mad, theater, do theater stuff. Yeah. They didn't vote for Brexit. It's like it's good, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, I'm going to see. Uh, I'm going to the theater tomorrow. Tomorrow evening. Are you really? Are you I'm going, to go, going to go and see the Meatloaf. Uh, Battle of Hell. <laughs> you being serious? Who are you going with? Um, who am I going with? Uh, Sarah. Sarah. Why are you going? She's got free tickets. 
I can bat out of here, I'll be gone till the morning. That's better there than what it will be like. I don't know what it, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, but if, I, mean, I can't believe, I, can't I don't want to be rude, but right. if someone offered me free things, I would say no. Uh, I, yeah, but I, yeah, but I'll go on, it'll be brilliant. You know what these things are like. You get, be, we get sniffy about them, and we no, go. And it's are, like no, that. You're right. Brilliant. You are right. The Guaranteed, pe- it'll be brilliant. The people who. But right now, I'm going. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing yeah. this? The people who perform <laughs> on the West End stage are, without question and without exception, incredible. Yeah, they're so talented. Every last one of them. And yeah. you sometimes, if you in this kind of job, we go up on stage and we do what we do, and sometimes mm. we go and do these kind of shows, and and people like the shows and they're popular, and you go, oh, you must be. Yeah, you, you start to seduce yourself sometimes to think you're quite talented. Then you go and watch that, and you go fucking hell. We try yeah, to, brilliant. We try to block out a song that had three, four verses in it. Me, you, Marcus, and Jim, and Jim fucked that up in Leeds. I didn't. <laughs> it was actually Sheffield. Sheffield. Yeah. I I fucked that story up, didn't I? I never fucked up. <laughs> I'm never, professional. I never fucked up, mate. The, the only regret. I, don't, I, ever, I never fucked up then. Fine. No, you, no, you didn't. You didn't. Good. The only regret I have about that tour is you not let me be in that vape shop in Northampton. <laughs> I was talking about coils and North you dragged Hampton. me out of there. You and your coils. Anyway, it's the Luke and Pete show. Um, there's only one place to start. Actually, no, there isn't only one place to start. The Whoa. main event we're going to come on to in a second. But before we do that, uh, eagle-eared listeners, mm. eagle-eared, wolf-eared listeners, if you like. Um, Are eagles like wolves? Can you see their uh, optic nerve if you look through their ear? Can you? You certainly come with, um, with wolf. owls. Sorry, not wolves, owls. Fucking, why do you make it so hard for me? Well, why would I compare an eagle to a wolf? You just did. You couldn't remember the down with the sickness. Oh, no, that was embarrassing. Last actually. week. I'm pleased. That I'm actually quite gutted that wasn't edited out because that's not really good for my personal <laughs> brand. But anyway, um, we are going to come to the main event in a minute. But um, eagle-eared, wolf-eared, whatever-eared, yeah. cat-eared listeners will yeah. remember. Dog-eared. Dog-eared. There you go, dog-eared. <laughs> I'm a dog-eared listener. Yeah. We'll remember that last week, um, Peter made a remarkable claim right. on the show. Um, as it pertained to his dog and mm. not eating chocolate, that it was difficult to take his dog for a walk around Easter mm. because you, quote, always find chocolate in the street. Always chocolate in the street. I never thought that was a thing. Yeah. And then, so I we put a tweet, a poll out on the Luke and Pete Show Twitter account, at Luke and Pete Show, saying, is Pete right? Um, and you'll be pleased to know, Peter, um, mm. the options were, yes, Pete's right, and no, Pete's mad again. Right. How many percentage vote do you reckon? No, Pete's not right. He's mad again. Got. Um, I reckon I'm sixty percent right. Okay, you're sixteen percent right. Am I? Eighty three percent of people said you're mad. They you never, never see chocolate, chocolate in, the in the street. Yeah, they're not looking down close enough. I think we should get people to. We should brief people now. <laughs> when Easter comes around, yeah. Look more closely at the street. And you will see... And then we'll run another poll. More chalky at your feet. Do you remember when you said that you trusted the street? I trust the street, yeah. <laughs> Do our listeners know that story? Um, possibly. I just said that I would... Um, were we talking about legal highs? <laughs> I think we were talking about herbal <laughs> highs You're something. not going to tell it right, because the way you told it was so right. funny. Right. It was. We were in Na- Naples, and we were out on the piss. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about the f- propensity for young people these days to take legal highs. Yeah. And I was being belligerent on purpose, mm. saying, oh, the youth of today, uh, you know, what, haven't even got the nuts to have a proper illegal drug, et cetera, mm. et cetera, as a joke, which all the young people around me thought was very boring, I'm sure. And then you said, in a, quite a whimsical way, looking out the window of a taxi, right, why would you trust the pharmaceutical uh, industry anyway? I trust the street. <laughs> <laughs> I do. 
I've all said that. And it was so good. Everyone just thought it was so good. On me lime bike. Yeah. It was brilliant, man. Do you still trust the street? I still trust the street. Not when there's chocolate on it. <laughs> not with the influx of fentanyl. No, exactly. No. So that's not a problem in the UK, though, is it? I don't know. I thought it was more of a US thing, wasn't it? Yeah, probably. Big country, innit? Big opioid crisis. Big country. Big opioid crisis. Uh, Anyway, so that was the intro. That was Mm. the flim flam. That was the Twitter poll. That Mm. was the flotsam and jetsam of the conversational tide, if you like. Um, Do you want me to throw a little little something in there for two two minutes? Go for it. I went to a a passing out parade of a police dog. (laughs) (sighs) Fucking hell. For fuck's sake. Last week. Last week I went to a passing out parade for a police dog. First of all, what what does that mean? Police dogs have to be trained. They've passed their training. They've passed their training. But they get a dedicated day. And they get a day where the chief inspector comes down and um, they do a little display and a DJ plays some tunes for them. And it, and they just sort of, they do a passing out prayer, like Police Academy. That's brilliant. But do they not have the same day as the actual police officers? They have their own day. They have their own day for the, yeah, the dogs. How yeah. many dogs? Uh, I think there was six dogs passing out. That's brilliant. There's one dog that was being real naughty. That's brilliant. <laughs> so they So they'll have like, They'll have like um, men running around with those bits of carpet around their arms. Oh and yeah, the dogs will jump up and grab yeah, them. Yeah, that's great. Um, there was one man who um, ran around dressed as Spider Man, which I don't think was really part of it, to be honest. I think he was just trying to entertain the kids who were down there. Um, one man with a gun, waving a gun around, shooting it, <laughs> bang, bang, bang in the air, and the and the dog takes him down. How does the brilliant. dog take him down? Just by going for his arm. Fuck, that's so Always cool. Always the arm. There was an Alan Partridge montage of one of his shows about that, and it was really good. <laughs> Good stuff, but uh, yeah, they, they did the passing out bread. Um, uh, Sarah is a patron of that charity, and she like tweets about it and Instagrams about it and stuff. Um, but we had met this dog a few times um, that she named. She named one of the dogs. All right. So her, what did she name him? A TV present a Pento does history stuff. I don't, I don't really recognize him. Um, another person who does Formula One. Uh, another person who also does Formula One, and another person who does. Uh, oh, it's uh, 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 um, Q out of um, James Bond. Ben Whishaw? No. Who's the one? John Q. Cleese. Who's Q? John Cleese? No. It is John who's Cleese. the boss? Who's the boss of James Bond? Judy Dench. Judy Dench is one of them. M. She's M. M. Well, it's fucking letters, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking, why, why choose why you like ones? this? Why are you like this? But she, she was there. She wasn't there at the passing up prayer, but she was there at the first first bit. I thought she's had trouble with her sight, isn't she? She's she was. Older. She's very, very doddery and old now, but yeah. um, she seemed pr- pretty nice. And uh, She's a dame. She's a dame with a dame. Realm. She, yeah, she, but she named one of the dogs. Uh, it was a very nice day. Um, and so now, a year later, finished all its training, Yeah, it goes out there and does, it, does its thing. Apparently, City Airport, I was talking to this guy, I was, ta- I was, I was basically finding out how to evade um, uh, security dogs. Um, <laughs> one of the policemen. It's just, it's just for a thing I'm working <laughs> on. This <laughs> is a project I'm working on. Yeah. Uh, he was, I was saying, like, how, like, apparently, like, to be nice to the retired police dogs, right, um, City Airport has started allowing retired dogs to have a day at work. Oh, Because, nice. like, you never forget what to do when you're a police dog. Yeah, how do you tell them they've retired? Exactly. You can't. And so they have a nice day. But I was thinking, but if they've retired and they find something, is that legally admissible as evidence? Well, I want paying. <laughs> exactly. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not necessarily working anymore, so they're not... I never really thought about that. I suppose also, like... They'd have to get another dog to check it out to well, make it legally admissible, I reckon. This is a genuine question. If you were, if you were, um, if you were blind and you had a guide dog, yeah. an assistance dog... Yeah. And then through some kind of treatment, you got your sight back. Mm. What do you then do with the dog? Because I'm, I'm led to believe they're quite paired. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing Undertaker. No, they don't. They're paired with an individual person, right? So right. Presumably, do they just become their dog? 
Um, I don't know. Would oh, I don't know. Would you give? You'd have to just keep that dog, wouldn't you? Those guard dogs are amazing. And how many people recover their sight? I don't know. I'm just asking. Like, have didn't Mr. Beast give everyone cataract uh, operations? Did he? He's an interesting Thousand character. People. He's a Dennis really Donaldson. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I think he's a bell. I think they're all bells. I think it's it's he is he is the canary in the mine. He must be gutted that he's a fellow story, Donaldson. The story you've started off there with is that he's cured a thousand people's cataracts. Yeah, and you followed that up by saying you think he's a bell end. Just a bit. I mean, it, it should a thousand people not have cataract operations in America for the sake of a thousand? I think it's a thousand. What do, you, what do you mean? Well, they couldn't get cataract operations because America and healthcare yeah. out there. Yeah, but he's also he's, he's still un, he's un, unquestionably done a good thing, though, isn't he? Yeah, but isn't it all through a charity and stuff? Isn't it all like people are very cynical about that, aren't they? Yeah. So people would say mm. about you know philanthropists. Bill Gates had a meeting recently, didn't he? And um, if he's just doing it, but he's getting contact, he's making money out of it, isn't he? He's making money out of doing that. He's he'll make well, more you, money out of you that. You say that, but you say that, but like if you think about it, and I, I used to go out with someone who worked in the charity sector, right? And they'd have a lot of anonymous, people, famous people who say, and she worked for a cancer charity, right? Mm. And a lot of famous people would um, give their time or give their money anonymously to this cancer charity. It's a very famous cancer charity. It's Marie Curie Cancer Care. And what you'd find is that they'd want to do it anonymously for exactly that reason. But then what the charity would say was, and I think fairly, look, it would be fucking great for the charity and for PR and for awareness if mm. you'd actually come to this event mm. and actually talk a bit about it and then when they did that though the press would hammer them oh you don't want to talk about your charity work oh yeah fucking put yourself front and centre so it's very difficult for them to win would you change the um, would you change the opinion that, that Mr Beast um, Jimmy Donaldson <laughs> would you would you change the change the uh, change your opinion if you saw the artwork for, for said video I don't have his opinion I don't have a... yeah that's a bit that's good, <laughs> look at him doing a grin next to him it's not even a boy who's blind either. That's I ridiculous. I, I don't have an opinion on him. I'm just saying objectively that's yeah. a good thing to do, isn't it? Bag of wank, isn't it? Uh, no, it is a good thing to do, but I mean, he's got to make more money out of it that actually it's exploitative, isn't it? So what you're saying he should have done is just done a thousand anonymously, never spoke about it again. Mm. Cheers. I know that's his thing and he's it's all wound up with a charity sort of thing. It's like paying 25 pence at the SL petrol station or whatever to, you know, what? offset someone else's tax. We've talked about this on the show before. Right. Well, I was just going to say, Bill Gates had a little thing, um, little co- hustle. convened a lot of people, a lot of wealthy people, didn't he? Saying that, basically convincing them all to give their money away when they die, which is obviously a good thing. Yeah, of course it is. But if you're a 40-year-old billionaire and you're not going to die for another probably 50 years, at mm. least because you're a billionaire, um, just pay your taxes now. Yeah. You pay your taxes now, you'll help yeah. people right now. Yeah. Now, I understand that people are going to go, well, yeah, but the UK government, where does all the money go? Fucking, I have no idea because I have mm. that question myself a lot of times. It's fucking ridiculous. Nothing works. But... The tax system is there for a reason to help people, mm. and it, it makes you feel better, doesn't it? Saying, "Oh, big, big glossy press release. Oh, I've decided to give away ninety percent of my wealth when I die. Mm. Well, great, you'll be fucking dead. Give it yeah. away now it by now. fucking paying your tax. Enjoy and, it." Yeah. And that guy who got invited to Davos, that Swedish economist, do you remember him? So they must have invited him by accident. Mm. He was this kind of high ta- high tax, um, um, culturally responsible kind of guy. That was mm. his thing, and he was like a think tank guy, mm. economist or something. And he was up on the panel with all these famous people, big people. I think he might have even been on a panel with George Osborne at the time. Mm. He was Chancellor of the Exchequer at Davos. And he popped the whole thing. He said, all you people sitting around there feeling great about yourselves, big decision makers and stuff, talking about philanthropy, pay your taxes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the it, elephant in the room. You're not paying your taxes. Ma- I think Martin Lewis was on a podcast and he was saying that, um, really assuring he was saying, uh, like, I, I can sit, I, I don't want to sit here and, and sort of debate um, increasing tax on the wealthy. 
but you're not going to be increasing tax on, on on the people who don't pay tax anyway. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you increase tax on me, I'm wealthy. I will pay more tax. Yeah, it's the people who don't pay any tax. No, <laughs> so, so I, th- I think I think like the, the the people who earn like a good but not astronomical amount do shoulder. I think there's like a ten percent um, mm. a ten percent section in that kind of middle. They're wealthy mm. people. They, I think they shoulder something like forty five percent of the overall tax burden. Mm. And the people below, it's a lower rate, obviously, but the people above just pay fuck all. Yeah, and the big corporations pay fuck all. Yeah, and that's the end of it. Anyway, and that's the end of it. We've got a main event to, to, to build up to, Pete. Let's have a quick break. We'll right. do it when we come back. It's our friend Noah has again sent us another little present. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to their St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to 
battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is <laughs> a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I'd beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yep. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? To light your dickhead. It's the best bit of the Luke and Pete show of the year so far, I think. I know we're only in uh, February, but uh, we're cracking on for March, aren't we? Luke Moore, what's, yeah. in, what's in the box? Well, um, Noah, our friend, he's, no, he's sent us another package. He's, of course, the guy who sent us the battery daddy, which is also here. I cut yeah. my finger fucking open it last time. So <laughs> really yes. Carried on doing the show, didn't I, Pete? Because I'm a pro. Not a pro. Uh, Noah sent us this, um, this letter. He says, hey, Luke and Pete. Mm. Uh, glad Pete survived his holiday, quite literally. Mm. Uh, how are you feeling about that now, in a word or two? Uh, still not great about it. Okay, I'll move on. Yeah. Um, I hope these drinks arrived intact so you lads can flex on the youth of the UK. It, it's worth reminding, reminding everyone, that, or, or saying certainly for the record, that his wrapping uh, skills, second to none. I yeah. unwrapped every last one of those on Friday. Absolutely amazing stuff. Yeah, and then also, oh wait, to be fair, it is addressed to you. That's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Thought if it was addressed to yeah. me, I'll be fuming. There you go. Um, and um, yeah, so basically, what what happened was a few, maybe a month or two ago, Pete said that the best thing he would like to do for 2023 mm. is to make Prime that in-demand energy drink mm-hmm. um, run by KSI and I'm going to say is it Logan Paul? I was getting mixed up. Uh, I think it's Logan Paul. Yes. Um, make it uncool by being by making it the kind of drink. That people of forty odd years age of age, like you and I, yeah. would drink. Turn it into a cup of tea. Instantly uncool. Mm. Well, Noah has sent us along with a crude. Um, he says, "Please enjoy this crude sketch of a turtle." Oi, there's a gag. It's a pear. It's on there. It's good. I, was, um, I really laughed. I was thinking about it over the weekend. It, it made good. me chuckle. He sent us ten bottles and cans of Prime. Now I say ten. We're down to nine because you've already drunk one. <laughs> Well, we're supposed to be doing this. I on was the show. very thirsty. So, what flavour have you got? We had two ice pops versions, so I had a little, I had a little go on that. Is Rory running the cameras? Are we going to do this on camera as well? I guess so. Yeah. All right. Let's bring the box over to me because if I lean that way, Pete, I'll be off camera, won't I? No one will be able to see it. No, I'll be able and to see it. We don't want that because I'm a pro and I wouldn't yeah. do something like that. Um, so, bring the box around. We've got for flavours. I mean, mm. you've already drunk what an ice pop. I've already had an ice pop. I've got blue raspberry. By the way, this is exciting, Pete, because this is. Drinks that people presumably can't even buy here because they're not able to. I believe they're very expensive. I think that they have um, starved the market over here so to, to artificially inflate very much like their colours. You know what? It's annoying, Pete. Mm. Like, we, we spend all our time just making, honest to God, good quality mm. free content. Mm. And we don't get the fucking love they get. And they're manipulating people every five minutes. Well, why don't we come no up with a drink that, that, that sells Luke, Luke and Pete drink? We should start mugging people off. So what flavour do you want me to drink? Milk. Blue, blue, ru- hot milk. Hot, hot new milk drink, in a isn't can. Blue hot ru- milk in a can, just what? milk. Do you remember those cans? Can you still get them where you open it and it heats it up? And the, um, is it bor- Borium? Barium? No, that's radioactive. You can't have that in it's there. Coffee. It was coffee, right? Yeah, yeah but I'm just coffee. thinking about the metal, the, 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 the reaction How did that it happens. Work? It's a really strong chemical reaction. It's the same how you can have like um, cooked ramen by pressing a button on the bottom or opening it up and it just goes... Psh, it gets seems really like a bit, bit dangerous. It does, yeah. yeah. And maybe that's why I don't do it anymore. Mm. Um, right, blue raspberry, strawberry watermelon, ice pop, lemon lime, tropical punch, orange or, or yeah, blue raspberry. What do, you want, what do you want me to drink? I want you to have the blue raspberry. Oh, you fucking wanker. That's the one I didn't want. I'm going to do it in a can as well so people can hear me open it. Is that carbonated then? Presumably. Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. Is it? Oh, interesting. So it's carbonated filtered water, coconut water from concentrate, and then a whole load of fucking chemicals, baby. <laughs> Only 10 calories per serving, though. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That was really sad. That's like that a was a satisfying fucking... noise. Yeah, okay. Clip that. We'll use that again.
Mm. Tastes like um, <laughs> tastes like an ice pop. It just does like a well, ice pop. It, you know, the ice pops you get the blue ones used to get the melt. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got the like ice that. pot version. It says like that naturally. Cheers, flavored. guys. We're all drinking Prime, which means yeah. we must be pretty cool. Mmm. Look at that. Prime. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, we go exactly. There you go. So, so I'm gonna so suck cl- on this for the rest cl- of the episode. Clip that. Put that on the. Uh, put that on the on on Twitter. On the socials. Um, what do kids use now? TikTok. Put this on TikTok, and um, yeah, th- nobody will be drinking this um, by about next week. No, hopefully I'm, not. I'm a 41 year old man. Uh, I'm currently wearing a heart monitor because of. Uh, <laughs> Of, of possibly diagnosed heart issues, uh, and I'm drinking this ice pop prime, and, and I think it's definitely a drink. Hi everyone, I'm drinking the blue raspberry prime. I'm a 42 year old man oh. who wears clothes that are too young for me, mm. and uh, I've also got a double chin. I love prime. I've watched three episodes of Grand Designs this week, <laughs> and I'm having a prime ice pop flavour. Mmm. Hear it all go down. My favourite football player is Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> And my favourite TV show is Top Gear. I cannot get enough of the lads on Top Gear, and I drink Prime. I, I was a linesman for my 11-a-side football side at the weekend because I'm not good enough to get in the side. Prime. It's there. <laughs> I almost fell off my line bike today. <laughs> Sometimes uh, I go for a wee in the night and I think I'm finished, but then I'll get back to the room and there'll be a little dribble in my pants. Prime. Hi, I'm Luke. Women look right through me. <laughs> <laughs> so have you made it uncool enough yet, yeah. Jerkin? Yeah. Have you got anything else uncool that you've done? Or, uh, or think? I nearly drowned on a recent holiday <laughs> because I'm too weak to handle waves. Prime. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I genuinely think that um, Carly Rae Jepsen's a good pop artist. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all, all right. right. I think we've done Let's enough do there. This, yeah. We've done enough. All right, I'm an at risk group, group for COVID. <laughs> Prime. Mm. You can really taste the two, 250 milligrams of beaker cars. Keep doing them. Keep Antioxidants. Doing them. Oh my There's a lot God. of electrolytes in here. So good. Might affect my heart monitor. Um, yeah, don't drink any more, Pete. Contains allergens, tree nuts. <laughs> Oi, by the way, what? it can't be a heart problem if you never send the heart monitor back. Exactly. What if I just throw it in the river? Think about exactly. Throw it in the river. All right, we should round off with an email, I think. Yeah. We've, we've right. successfully scuppered... Um... He, only said, he also sent us some batteries for the battery tank. Oh, he did actually, yeah. It doesn't right. get any better. I think. Cheers, he, Noah. Honestly, Noah does more work for the show than we do. Simply done... Batteries. Let me just Simply check if they're done. a new player. Yeah, right. If they are, I'll put them in the battery, Danny. Simply done. Um, I'm afraid, no, Colin McGough sent those in two weeks ago. Oh, so no. I'm afraid it's not a new player. But yeah. we do thank you very much for sending us Prime. Same as we thank you for sending us in the mm. battery, Daddy. Um, it's brilliant. Thank you very much. You spent $19.75 just on the postage to send us some Prime drinks. We'll share them around the stack team. We will, yeah. Um, uh, and they'll be just as uncool as us. Uh, well, they already probably I are. did legitimately have the shits for like five days in a row last week. <laughs> Prime. Why? Because of that? I don't know. No, it's pre that. I don't know what I'd done, to be honest. It was pre-uncooked um, 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 steak tartare as well, which was weird. So, oh, so yeah. you, you had Is the you... shits for five days straight and you drank a load of energy drinks and ate a steak tartare prepared by an unhygienic neighbour. It wasn't It wasn't the neighbour, it was a neighbour's friend. Okay. All right. I'll have, I'll, I will not have my neighbours 
No, that's Drag through the mud like this, like that stick. Because you've got, because you've got to see him again. <laughs> um, all right, let's finish with this email from Ben. Um, right. Ben says, um, "Hi guys, I finally thought I'd have something to offer, which neatly intersects with some of your recent tropes. Back when I was a young teen, I had a growing collection of nuts magazines. Oh, not quite the porno mags of your discussions, but no. hopefully you'll grant me some latitude." Um, I acquired them from the local post office. At the time, I thought I was being pretty slick by informing the shop assistant that I enjoyed the sports section with every purchase. (laughs) But looking back now, I'm somewhat confident he saw through my elaborate ruse. Anyway, as a young teen, I felt I had pretty foolproof stash point for my illicit materials. Straight under the bed, with the occasional mag quickly deposited under the pillow when quick evasive action was required. Mm. As the collection grew, I started to become wary of flying too close to the sun and decided to offload them. It didn't take me long to find a pal who was very keen on the idea of some excellent sports journalism, supplemented by the occasional thought-provoking opinion of a wholesome lass. Mm. And we agreed the transaction would happen later that week on the school bus. Mm. I gathered the collection, remembering the one stashed under my pillow, of course, and smuggled them out of my house, onto the bus, and into the possession of my pal, without a hitch. Mm. Or so I thought. Until I became aware a bit of commotion upon further investigation i.e. it was shoved under my nose to much hysteria there was a post-it note on the cover of the first magazine to my absolute horror it read enjoy the read love mum yes she must have found it under the pillow while changing the bed sheets and thought she would offer some genuinely sweet and non-evasive <laughs> parental support what she actually did was condemn me to being the butt of about six months worth of torment I won't go into detail but kids can be cruel my family sorted the situation in proper British fashion we never ever acknowledged it, it. Good, yeah. yeah love the nice. show keep up the good work and get Vish back on cheers Ben oh yeah I forgot about Vish Vish and for ages um, yeah I think that's wonderful I think that's lovely have you ever been caught <laughs> Prime. <laughs> I haven't said anything. Have you ever been caught? You ever been caught um, with a magazine by your parents? I don't think so. No. no. The most embarrassing thing that happened to me was I was um, riding. I, I rode home on my moped from a, my job mm. on like a Saturday evening or whatever. Mm. And the night before, shows you how young I was. I'd been out um, at a rave at the Opera House in Bournemouth. Right. Right. This is the late nineties. Well, probably about ninety-seven-ish. And that was high stake stuff because we weren't old enough to fucking get into the opera house in Bournemouth, right? But we and it's about a forty-five minute. Oh, let's see, mate! I want to see Man of Butterfly. And it, we did, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we did go and we did get let in, mm. and we stayed it all night. And obviously, I, I, I was so young that I think I probably just cut, came home and went straight to work because I was on the dairy shift at after at the time. Yeah, so I was at six o'clock starts, right? And um, did that. Didn't think much of it. Came back as I came up the path. It must have been the summer. My mum was standing there, fuming, mm. like, as in like tears, fuming. Oh. And, uh, excuse me, gosh, that fucking prime. Give me birth. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and she she wouldn't say anything. I was like, what the fuck's happening? She's so angry. She yeah. didn't even want to get into it. Yeah. Right. And then she just left something on the side. And it was this little pouch, like a see-through um, plastic pouch. You could snap yeah. the top off of liquid, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, Clear yeah. liquid. And she and she had obviously been through my clothes and to thought wash it them, was like yeah. and she thought it was drugs. Right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a free Tommy Hilfiger aftershave sample <laughs> from outside from outside the club. <laughs> so I was like, Mum, what's up? She's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I popped it. She was like, Oh, don't open it. I'm like, no, it's fucking aftershave. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking it. I was like, ah, I'm on no, drugs. I'm doing it. I tried to bring it towards my nose and she went straight for behind my ear. <laughs> little dab. Ah, little dab on the wrist. I love that. My my mum once did that with a spoon. I was walking around with a spoon just in my mouth. 
like for ages. Oh, you're such day. a delinquent. Like, oh, you are so cool. And my mum, what's that? She grabbed it off me and started smelling it, like looking at it, smelling it like I was eating drugs or something. Eating Very drugs. confusing. Probably thought you were burning up, my uh, cooking up black tar heroin. Exactly, yeah. I think my mum's a little bit uh, what about, um, scared of stuff. What about grotty magazines, Peter? Never got caught with grotty magazines, no. Did just, you get caught? Just... When you were Jack Collector for the first time playing Hero Quest, did you get caught for that? No, I remember um, I got almost got caught once, but I did a sort of mad commando role. Uh, <laughs> I'd, bro- I'd broken my elbow, so I had I had to let's do, do the cleansman dive at football. Yeah, yeah. I had to do it with my other hand, and uh, my sister was coming to the door, and I sort of did a mad commando role. This is weird. What was it? Weird. The door open with your sister in the house. It wasn't it wasn't open. People just fucking in out my house seems to feel think it's okay to just open the fucking door. I could have been doing anything. I was doing anything. Why? Why? Why do you think a commando role is going to make that better? It covered up the 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 filth. <laughs> covered up the rot. What Covered the, up the issues. What do you I, mean? I'm just trying to think of a situation you could be in where, where you're ready to do a commando role and that sorts it out. Well, I'm just saying I covered you myself me, up. Taught me through it. I, I, I was unable to cover myself up because I'd broken my arm. Yeah. Right? And so I rolled onto my front and just pretended I was looking under a bed or something. Oh, yeah, that looks normal. Yeah. You definitely got away with that. Definitely. I mean, that's the most normal thing anyone could do, just suddenly look un- under the bed. I'm just suddenly looking under the bed, Luke. Yeah, it's fine. Prime. She walked out saying, oh, at least he's not playing Hero Quest. <laughs> at least he's not playing fucking Hero Quest. All right, you've slowed your laptop, Pete. That must have been right. off. And it's not right even your laptop, is it? Or was that a spare one? It is a spare one. It's a Chrome book. Good to know. Good to know. Um, speaking of absolute oh. filth, some of the stuff you've done with that Chromebook, eh? Oh, loady. All right, let's hey, go and enjoy our Prime. We'll yeah. share it around the office. Thanks again mm-hmm. to our pal Noah Roth. Noah, shout out to you. Yeah. You are Lincoln, Nebraska's uh, most, as far as we're concerned, most impressive son. Correct. I mean, I literally can't think of anyone else from Nebraska, no. let alone Lincoln. Mm. Um, the only thing I can think of when it comes to Nebraska is the Cinnabon that Saul Goodman ends up working at in um, Better Call Saul. Nice, I like it. So anything I can think of. Cool. Um, thanks very much Noah thanks to everyone listening as well at Luke and Pete Show on social media we are hello at lukeandpeteshow.com on the email please do spread the word please do leave us a review we would really appreciate it until then we'll see you next time I make loud noises when I stand Prime Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident.
Hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is <laughs> a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? It's a light, you dickhead. <laughs>